0: Hi, and welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business trainer, author of Food Truck 101, Beginner to Winner, and the recently released book, Food Truck 201, Get Off the Truck. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. Today, we're going to talk about doing a catering or being a private chef. There's a trend right now where many food truck owners are facing a potential client that wants to hire them for a catering. Sounds good, right? We all love doing catering. It's easy money. Except that the client always throws this in. Hey, I want to buy all the food and you just come over and cook it. Well, new food truck owners hate turning down any chance at making money. And they'll often agree, and then they'll come to our group or one of the other groups and ask, hey, how much do I charge for this? I'm really not sure what to do. I don't want to overcharge. I don't want to undercharge. It's not quite that simple. According to careertrend.com, a personal chef, if you decide to prepare food in the home without doing any preparation work anywhere else, a license is not required. So a personal chef doesn't need a license if you don't do any food prep other than in the home. But if you opt to bring the food from somewhere else, you opt to transport it in any way, like you prep it in your truck and then bring it there, it falls under your license. So there is a distinction there between a personal chef and you on your food truck. Understand that a true catering involves you as the owner of a food truck business shopping for the food, transporting the food, preparing the food, cooking the food, serving it up, and then cleaning up the mess. All the client really does is pay you. That's it. That's why catering can be extremely profitable because you do everything and all the client does is give you a check. But notice you're the one buying the food. What that means is you're following this rule that I'm going to read to you that every state has in their code in some way, shape, or form. And it says employees are visibly observing the foods as they are received to determine that they are from approved sources delivered at the required temperatures protected from contamination unadulterated and accurately presented by routinely monitoring the employee's observations and periodically evaluating the foods upon their receipt now if the catering client says hey i will buy the food and store it at my house You can't do any of that stuff. You don't know where they bought it. You didn't check the temperatures when they were delivered. You don't know if it's unadulterated. You don't know any of that stuff so you can't work under your food license. And then there's this section. Food that is not from an approved source as specified under section 3-201.11 through .17 shall be discarded. Food that is not from an approved source shall be discarded. Since you don't know where they bought the food, even if they tell you you don't know it, must be discarded so you cannot work under your license if you allow someone else to buy and store the food both of those passages and there are several other mentions of how food is supposed to be from approved sources throughout the food codes both of those passages refer to the chain of custody of the food you will be preparing you have zero clue if the food was purchased from an approved source, if it's been held at the right temperatures, or even if it's within the use-by dates. You don't know any of this stuff if it's been frozen, if it's been thawed, if it's been refrozen. You don't know because the food has not been within your control. This loss of control over the food means you cannot use your business license to cook and prep the food. All you can do is is offer your services as a private chef, which doesn't require your business license. It doesn't require your business equipment. All it requires is your talent showing up to their kitchen and using whatever they've got. The second that you bring your equipment with your logos on that trailer or truck, and then you start cooking their food on your equipment, you've lost the chain of custody and you are asking for a problem. Let's say your cheapskate client Buys the food, holds it in a refrigerator that does not make forty degrees. But hey, he thinks it does because he doesn't know any better. The cheapskate is not filling out any kind of tracking to prove the food is still safe to eat. He's not temping it when he buys it at the store. He's not temping it when he puts it away. He's not doing anything to track the food. There is no custody of that food. He just bought it. So you show up and start cooking and prepping and serving all the food to the guests. You collect your low paycheck and you hit the road. Now, if one person gets sick and you cook the food from your food truck or food trailer that's covered with your logos, who do you think gets blamed? Even if you keep a temperature log of everything you cooked on that trailer and you manage to prove your innocence to the satisfaction of the health department, what do you think the damage to your business and your reputation will be? Because I can guarantee you that it's going to get into the local news, because they always love talking about that's about a little business or a catering business, and they made a few people sick. They love talking about that. But they never print that, oh yeah, the catering business was exonerated. Oh yeah, it wasn't the cook's fault. That never makes the papers. So if a client wants to supply the food, understand first they're a cheapskate. And they're thinking they can save a couple of pennies. Now, also understand they're insulting your food. They are saying, we don't like your food enough to buy it. But hey, we think you're good enough to cook our food. What they want is a private chef. And depending upon the area, a private chef can be as hired for as little as $40 an hour. And if you got a little bit of a reputation, you can be up over $100 an hour. But that's just somebody who cooked the food. If you're being hired to be a private chef, you're not bringing any equipment. If you bring your own equipment, if you are bringing your equipment, the person asking you to cook is cheating you out of profit. And certainly not someone you should be doing business with. You would not be working under your business license. You would not be working under your business name. You would effectively be moonlighting from your own business. If you really need that teeny tiny bit of cash for doing a private chef gig, let me give you some tough love. Market better, improve your service, improve your food, and get your business under control. Because remember, somebody just tried to hire you for your cooking ability, but they weren't hiring you because of your food. Thank you guys so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you're finding all the information helpful to your food truck business, please become a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just hit the support button or follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going. Join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. We have a whole bunch of awesome members at all different levels, from brand new beginners to decades old veterans. They all have your back when it comes to helping you with your food truck. And again, thank you for listening. Come back tomorrow because you know i got plenty more to say when it comes to helping you and your food truck business grow.